0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Alright, Erev Tov, everybody. Continuing with... uh... Some of the positive commandments that one would transgress if a person speaks Lashon Hara. We had a very uh, powerful shiur yesterday. I encourage everybody to have a listen if you weren't here. But he continues with the eighth positive commandment. If the the person who you are speaking about, your Lashon Hara, happens to be an elderly person, and you demean him in his presence, even if this person who is elderly is an ama'aret, meaning he's not learned, he's just a regular guy. You would be transgressing the positive commandment of honoring the presence of a zaken. Even though the word zaken, the term zaken in this pasuk, in Kitteseh, refers to a Torah scholar. Chachamim explained that the commandment to honor... Goes on the, the word, goes on the word v'hadarta goes on fanab namikai. The word the previous phrase before v'hadarta penes is mipenes evat Mi Mipenes You have to stand up for the for an elderly person. V'hadarta also goes on the previous term. So you showing honor also applies. Not only to the Torah sage, which is the Zaken, but to the Seva, which you've stood up for. And if you were to speak Lashon or, Rechilut, about an elderly person, you would not be showing them honor clearly. <laughs> what is honor? Honors verbal respect. You speak to an elderly person in a respectful manner. And when someone demeans an elderly person, certainly he's not honoring him. He therefore is transgressing the commandment. V'chen imhu chacham. If the the, uh, the same would apply, if the subject is a tamid chacham, afilu eno zaken, a tamid chacham who is not old, over agamken al mitvatase, he would be transgressing this positive commandment. De zaken d'ikra haynu chacham, because like I said, the word that does zaken here zesh kanachochma is in reference to a Torah scholar. Kedashina zesh kanachochma, ulvad. Besides this, we often come to violate this prohibition of debasing a Torah scholar as well. al A person who will go and debase a tamid chacham in his presence is often put into the, should be put into the category of an apikores. He says, we're going to elaborate later on on this in the eighth rule. If one speaks about an elderly person who also is a Torah scholar, he's transgressing twice. Okay, so that is number eight. Number nine. Let's say you speak negatively about a Kohen. And again, uh, it, it, you demean him in his presence. There's a positive commandment on making the sanctifying the kohen um, and sorry, sanctifying Hakadosh Baruch which, which are his messengers are the Kohanim. Which we are obligated to treat Ko'anim with great respect. So again, if a person speaks a clearly he's not giving the proper uh, reverence and respect, and he would be transgressing this. More than a regular person. More than a regular person, yes. In addition to a regular person. Again, okay. if you speak about any person but you're over your are over your, your for sure. But now it's an additional uh, uh, additional positive commandment of not showing the proper respect to a Kohen, which we are we do many times throughout our day. We give the first aliyah, you know, you give them the, the, the respect to do a B'kaz and the, the, the Zimun. There's a lot of places where we give respect to a Kohenim. So too, you have to, um, um, in, in this situation, you, you, you show him lack of respect by degrading him, you would be transgressing that as well. Number 10. If the subject is your older brother, or your mother's husband, I mean it's not your father, it's just your mother's husband, or aviv, or your father's wife, al you would be transgressing the positive commandment to honor one's parents. Because the also comes to include the word et comes to include your father's wife even though she's not your mother, or your mother's husband, even though he's not your father, also includes their stepfathers, stepmothers as well, as well as the father-in-law, and uh, uh, mother-in-law is included. So again, if you speak about them, you would be transgressing one of the Ten Commandments of Kabbalah Avicha, the more so, if you speak about your father, your mother, your biological parents, certainly you'll be transgressing that commandment. Then you will be transgressing also the curse in parashat uh, ki Tavo. curse is one who disgraces his father or mother. Hashem yishmenenu, may Hashem protect us. Okay, number 11. above and beyond all of these, over you will be transgressing the positive commandment of Et Adonai Elohecha You shall fear Hashem, your God. There is a positive commandment in the mitzvah. Some say it's one, one of the greatest mitzvot that we we have to perform is Yirat Hashem, fearing God, being of Avakados Baruch So Hashem where we have to be careful to fear, be fearful of Hashem every day of our lives. So, so when the, uh, an opportunity to do something wrong comes into our hand, we have to rouse our spirit and remind ourselves. The Hashem is monitoring everything that people do. That people do, and He meets out retribution according to the severity of the offense. And just thinking about that will prevent a person from violating the rezon of Hashem, the will of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Certainly, someone who is—he calls it et He's abandoning his soul to commit this lashon You are contravening. You are nullifying this positive commandment of et Hashem loecha. Uh, he does here have an edit in his Hagahot, While on the subject of fearing Hashem, he writes, I thought maybe to add something else. Which, again, I find to happen very often in our generations, and in his generation at least. To transgress, there were people transgressed the name of Hashem in vain. The navka mikalasuzu asezu, which emerges from this positive commandment kidita bitmurah. If you look in Gemara Masechet Murah, the scenario I'm referring to is where let's say you have Reuven, many um, at times um observe how Shimon is so. Upset, or he's incensed about something that was um, that was done not according to the Torah law. Whether it's between man and Hashem or man and his, his friend. So Shimon is protesting. He's very upset as to something that he saw. And and we often find by people who are Baal Hara, people that love to speak Hara, in this case alav they're gonna he's gonna ridicule Shimon, uh, for taking such a strong stance. Look at this guy, Shimon. He, all of a sudden, now he's the big rabbi. He's the guy who, who's taken upon himself this cloak of, uh, of godly fear, of piety. All of a sudden, he's taking vengeance for Hashem. He's a hypocrite. That guy, Shimon, he sins more than the other guy. Okay? How many times have you heard this? Okay, so you got, he's more of a sinner than the person he spoke against. Reuven will continue to relate this um, about all of the things that Shimon does wrong. Now, with regard to this guy, Reuven, this mocker certainly we can use the the phrase which one sin leads to another sin. Because of the of what happens with the lashon hara, that uh, by recounting all of Shimon's uh, mishaps and his actions, misdeeds, now he's uttering God's name in vain. Um, as uh, as is brought down in Yoredeah, that the name one of the names of Hashem is Hashem Tsevaot. Tsevaot is one of the names of Hashem. Gamken, it cannot be erased. So this guy, Reuven, when he was relating the Lashon am Shimon, he was saying, this guy seems to represent Hashem Tsevaot, and he's, and he's mentioning God's name often. Gamken, it's a full-fledged name as is evident in the Mishnah, in Shavuot, that says, if a person swears with the name Tzvaot, which implies that, 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 that he's using Hashem's name as well. Um, and the Gemara does not challenge it at all. And the Chachamim tell us, this, the, the punishment is so severe for mentioning Hashem's name in vain, a person who does that, it should be excommunicated. That is what Nidui is. and he becomes impoverished. Uh, heaven forbid, because um, as is brought down Therefore, someone who is concerned for his spiritual welfare should distance himself. ...from uttering Hashem's name in vain. I think one of the reasons why... Uh, ...one of the punishments is... ...that a person becomes impoverished... ...is because the combination of Hashem's name... ...of Yud K Vav which is 26... ...and the way you pronounce it... ...which is Alev Dalet Nun Yud... ...is 65. And 65 and, um, and, uh, tw- and 26 is 91. 91, of course, the combination of those two names... Uh, is the th- fir- is the first three letters of Poteach et Yadecha Pei Alef Yud, which is the kavanah that you're supposed to have when you say that uh, that pasuk is to think about that. It's one of the also one of the the, the three letters of Hashem's. Grand name of seventy-two letters, and that's a covenant you're supposed to have. It's, it's a it's a name that really, really is connected to parnasa. So, if a person is misusing the name of Hashem by by, by saying it in vain, you're basically ta- taking you know part of that name and throwing like throwing out the window. I don't want anything to do with your parnasa. So okay, fine. This is what you think of my name. You're using it whenever you want. I'm going to show you. I'm going to impoverish you. Chasver Shalom. It's a very serious thing that the Chafetz that the Chaim, although not directly connected to La Shonara, but often does happen. As people get upset and they speak ill about somebody else, they'll often bring Hashem's name uh, uh, in it. And uh, that is something that we have to stay away from.